Are you a sheep? No. You're a dragon. Be a dragon. This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because girls don't play, girls games. Don't play games. Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into their prime to be the role models, dreams and voices. Are you ready for this? Welcome to Geek Herring, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk the good and the bad parts of being a chick in a male-dominated environment. Hi, I'm your host Amanda, and with me today is my awesome, wonderful, sun-tanned, sun-kissed, smiling, glorious, wonderful, awesome, hilarious co-host Monica. Hi. I love- Hi. <laughs> I love how you first of all made a switch in like tones and sun kissed and sun tanned or sunburnt well it's technically the same thing i have a landing uh landing strip do you a landing strip on my chest so yeah do you know that um that's probably not the thing to say landing strip on what maybe one day i'll, I'll share with you what else that could mean you mean it could be a floor down yeah well i don't won't comment on the floor down area <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> Anywho and however. 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 How's it going? Yeah, how's it going? I was thinking last week I did something that I can tell you about. Oh, yeah, I remember now. I watched the end of Big Bang Theory. I was Ooh, a bit. How I was, was it? Better than Game of Thrones, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> it was really cool. nice, actually. It was really heartwarming. Oh, that's good. And I was missing like quite a few episodes and I forgot how funny they actually were. They have a quite great jokes. And I love that geek is cool. I mean, they make it not cool, but it's cool. Yeah. I've heard like a lot of mixed opinions that actually like Big Bang Theory is not really that good representation for the science community. Yeah. But I don't know. I actually found a Facebook thread uh, from this day in history for myself um, yesterday that I had watched, uh, binge watched the first three seasons of Big Bang Theory and my astrophysicist friend uh, was like, oh, it's so good. It's amazing. So like at least the first three series she was on board with, but I'm not sure how the rest of them hold up. Yeah, I mean, like actual science wise, it's probably not. I think even Amy Farrah Fowler, me and however you pronounce her name, I have no clue. Clue Blossom. <laughs> yeah we know who you mean yeah <laughs> um even though she's like a neuroscientist actually she probably can't like move an entire ship around to just like add information here and there i guess mm-hmm. but yeah and i mean you could criticize how the women in the series are all super good looking <laughs> and uh, the man not so much <laughs> i mean not well it's always That's in harsh. the eye of the beholder. But <laughs> For sure. They're obviously more quirky and uh, visually more quirky than the old women that are part of it. Mm-hmm. But I do like it. It's, yeah, I've it's, always liked it as well. It's but And I, you get a lot of inspiration for 
like shirts and stuff because Sheldon was wearing a super awesome Gryffindor shirt and I was like I've never seen those before where uh, where can I get that and I was looking it up a bit and then I found some pages I didn't order it but it's like interesting shirt wise yeah it's like oh where'd you get that I want it too yeah yeah so that's my geeky my geeky pastime in the last week and yeah. some other series but what uh what about you I um yeah good question unexpected also <laughs> apparently <laughs> even though we ask ask this every week I'm like what <laughs> what actually have I been doing I did not come prepared damn it um okay I wow crickets we need a soundboard we do need a soundboard I released my first games review yes that you did that happened. Where can we find the games review? Tell us. Okay, you can find it at geekherring.com and click on Amanda Reviews. Then you'll get that. I'm super excited. Yeah, so that was fun. It was a games review about an indie game called Kathy Rain, which Tom got me for my birthday, um, featuring a badass female lead character. So that's cool. That's awesome. I'm excited. I obviously read all of it and you have to go check it out. It's amazing. Thanks. The, the, the magician of words, the mistress of words. That sounds Ooh, wrong. It sounds that wrong. That does sound really long. wrong. I like it. I mean, I feel it has a certain ring to your ear, but it still sounds a bit wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of like it. I might, I might uh, don that cap, the mistress of words. I like it. The words mistress. Words the mistress. wordstress. Wordstress. Something to work with. Geek caring, developing new words since 2019. Yeah. I think I know why I don't know what I did that's geeky. Because I haven't really done anything geeky this week. I haven't done much this week that hasn't been working. But why? Tell our listeners why. Oh, well, it's not exciting. I went, My oh. brother-in-law broke his knee. And I was like catching up on work almost every single day. And then my one of my clients asked me to take on extra work and all of it had to be due today. And I was like, well, fuck my life. <laughs> so literally like all day, every day it was like work, 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 work. I was actually thinking about the exciting thing you're doing tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that that's true. I am taking two days off from work. Like I'm not going to work at all the next two days because I am going on a girl's trip to Dublin tomorrow to see Backstreet Boys in concert. Woo! I am pretty damn excited about it. I'm not jealous at all. You should be. It's going to be amazing. I first saw them in 1997. I've been on one Backstreet Boys concert and I don't know when it was. Mm -hmm. And I was with a, with a weird school colleague that I didn't even was really friends with. I wasn't even really friends with her. Oh. But we agreed that we're going to scream the shit out of it. Like, going to scream as fuck. Scream, scream, scream. That's cool. I've seen them five times. Wow. Yeah. I think it's been five. It might be four, but I think it's five. It's definitely going to be five tomorrow then. Definitely. Because I've seen them twice here in Belfast. My first time was in Pennsylvania. I've seen them at least once in Toronto, but I think it was twice. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. There comes back the 90s. Yeah, the 90s, the 2000s. But actually, their most recent album is phenomenal. Like, it's so good. I have to check that out. I haven't done that. Do it. It always brings... I don't... It's weird that it brings you back their voices into different times in your life. It's strange. Mm -hmm. Like, some yeah. some things I... 
when I was like, I was getting the car back to my dad because I was at the flea market on Sunday and they had like 90s music in the car. And I was like, wow, look, I'm all 18 again. Yeah, 90s music is the best music. I mean, I don't know, but it's the one that like I grew up with. So I'm like emotionally attached. <laughs> yes, no, 100%. It is the best music. Do, 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 do. That wasn't 90s music. It was just music. <laughs> so what are we going to talk about today now that we've introduced and talked a lot about what was going on in our lives in the last week? Or lack of going on in our lives in the last or week, lack let's of- be honest. <laughs> what that? <laughs> Today we are going to talk about representation in video games and more specifically the rising representation in video games. Because if you like it or not, things are happening. The change is on the way. Life is not always shit. We had a few downer stuff stuff going on in the last couple of episodes, but not in this one. No, we will say one thing. The trolls have been out, but we're not feeding them. Haters gonna hate, potatoes gonna potate. Hell yeah. <laughs> but this episode is all about what awesome things have been going on. Yeah. So we're gonna roll it back to... Well, actually, first of all, I think we're gonna talk about Bethesda. Um, because they're kind of leading the way in character representation. Mm-hmm. Especially, I don't. I can't say too much about Fallout because I haven't played anything in the fallout realm but definitely in elder scrolls the entire franchise is so representative um and customizable it's amazing have you ever played um anything in elder scrolls monica nope okay let me gush about them yes please so elder scrolls i can only speak for elder scrolls 5 skyrim and elder scrolls online because even though I played Oblivion, which was Elder Scrolls 4, I'd never actually got that far into characterization and everything. So definitely in these two, you could, your character customization is amazing. You can be male, female, you can have, like, you can make your looks as androgynous as you want. Um, you can go from white, so white that you're, like, almost pale, uh, <laughs> like, see-through, you know, to so dark skinned that you like blend into the walls behind you you know like the range of skin colors in elder scrolls is amazing um range range of ages you can go any from like about probably around 18 to you can have as many wrinkles on your face your wrinkles could have wrinkles like you can make your old like an old character and it's amazing plus um you could have in in skyrim you have the option to get married and the first time I played it, I had my female character marry a female character. Um, because Tom's always playing female characters. Well, yes, but this was like a solo. I was playing just on my own. And I had the choice of marrying a whole bunch of people. And I chose a, <gasps> a, a girl. Polyamorous as well. Well, yeah. Nice. Well, I mean, it's not really poly- polyamorous in game because I was, I was I only but married could, one person. <laughs> but you could pick from a lot. Oh, yeah, I could pick from a lot of people. Um but, and then in Elder Scrolls Online, you can actually get married to a character in game and like have a whole whole ceremony and everything. So like you can seriously like just marry whoever you want. Cool. Yeah. So I just wanted to say that like Elder Scrolls is definitely leading the way when it comes to character customization. That's super exciting. Yeah. And I mean, we've talked about the Fallout issue. So Fallout, the game was really um, quick with banning whoever trolled 
who who made homophobic homophobic comments so so they they do have a general open stance with 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 general representation and taking care of getting rid of the asshole trolls is what i'm saying yeah so yeah go bethesda like i i can't fault the company for their social and political ethics and everything like they're definitely at the forefront for game companies go bethesda go bethesda we're not going to talk about their E3 release though because it's it was quite disappointing so we'll just skip over that. Okay. Okay. Next because still up. no Elder Scrolls 5. Oh no, Elder Scrolls 5 came out in 2011. We're waiting for 6. Oh, 6 then, sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. Um yeah, we're just going to avoid avoid their talk in E3. So, the next thing we want to talk about is it is old news. It kind of released in January of this year, but Overwatch has now ha- got two openly LGBTQ plus characters. So Tracer is a lesbian and she's like awesome. She's like really she, it nicely, like fully clothed and has really cool hair and is awesome in general. And in January they released or they announced that Soldier 76 is, is gay and he's joining the ranks of the, the, the queer club in overwatch i do like that in general it seems so often that people people or companies have no problem with lesbian characters but with um um male gay characters that's always seems to be some weird issue but great that they took a step now and let soldier 76 come out as well yeah so and like the way that he told or came out i guess i could say is that he was talking about like a, a past relationship and that like his partner is now or his ex partner is now married to this guy and shows a picture of like him. That's really cute. And it's yeah, I like also that he's from the character. He's not a what nineteen twenty year old young dude, blah blah blah. But he's like actually in the mid to the late mid to late fifties, so he's an older man coming out as gay. I really yeah. like that. I do too. Like, I, it's it's so important for the LGBTQ community to have this representation in games. And I have to say, like, Blizzard is doing a lot of good with representation as well. They're, like, creating these characters. Um, it hasn't really come across to Warcraft yet. But to be honest, there's not actually that many, like, character relationships in Warcraft anyways. Like, it's not kind of the focus. But diversity in blizzard is a big thing like as a company Mm -hmm. and for pride month they have released a limited edition pride pin badge and well number one it is really really beautiful (laughs) um but number two they're donating i i'm pretty sure it's 100 of the profits to the trevor project which is an amazing lgbtq charity um (coughs) that's doing a lot of good um so yeah, it's just they're they're just a in a really good place right now as well. So that's two big companies making the big changes, which is awesome. I've re- I think it's so especially in games like Overwatch, right? A lot of young young kids play that. Like even when you're like and it's a very popular game, so I feel by these companies taking a stance and making it more visible, it's super important for the upcoming generation and all the the kids who 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 play that yeah yeah for sure like i just picture like i know 
to be fair, most of the kids that I know right now, they play Fortnite. Um, and I'm not sure what representation is like in Fortnite. Not too sure. But um, like Fortnite, I feel like is maybe a jumping point, a starting point for getting more into the games like Overwatch and yeah. some of the rest of the games that we will be talking about. Like, So there's definitely going to be opportunity for these children to have normalized like access to yeah. diverse characters. Yeah. I don't recall having any openly openly LGBTQ folks in any games I played when I was younger. No. I mean, to be fair, it was mostly 8-bit, so... Yeah, it was, like, probably the only game I really played that actually had people in it was Tomb Raider, so... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And all we got there was square boobs, so... That's true. Triangle boobs. But that was, like... Triangle boobs. That was so... That was so exciting back in the days. I know. <laughs> that, that he could have triangle boobs even. <laughs> yeah. True, true. So one of the biggest reasons that Monica and I want to talk about representation in video games right now is because E3 has been on over the over the weekend. Um, we're recording this on Monday, so there is some announcements still to come. But the announcements that we have had so far are pretty amazing. The... Monica's going to tell you what E3 is, but I really just wanted to be excited and say that the diverse characters that have been released are well on the rise, and the straight white male characters, have there there hasn't been as many of them announced. So, like, looking at that from an, like, from an industry point of view, it's, there's definitely change on the horizon. Yeah, especially because we had, like, what, years and years and centuries of the most exciting thing being a straight white character straight white male character eventually uh straight white female character but not as many of them anyway and slowly Mm -hmm. but steadily the lgbtq community gets more and more um visibility in all those games i didn't even know when i was reading the articles that ellie from the last of us was was gay as well i mean i I didn't know that yeah oh yeah no i did no i only knew that the actress who um What's her name? Um, is it Ellen Page? Is she? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I know that she came out, but I had no idea that actually the character was lesbian, like LGBTQ as well. So that's super exciting. Um, yeah, and for those of you who have no idea what the E3 is, E3 is short for Electronic Entertainment Expo. Whoop, whoop. And like the go-to expo for all things uh, games. Um, A lot of developers and publishers and whoever is in the gaming industry like publicly announce what's going on in their companies during the E3. And they announce games or or, like usually, sometimes they also announce like new consoles and stuff uh, on the E3. So so that's like the event that the geek world is waiting for. Um, Like there are companies like Bethesda and EA and Microsoft and CD Projekt Red part of the E3 and usually um, Sony was part of that as well but for 2019 they did announce that they they didn't participate so no PlayStation news for us unfortunately yeah Blizzard didn't participate this year either which was a bit of a bummer I mean they had (laughs) they had their own conference to get over (laughs) Mm. Um, sorry and I just want to go back uh, to The Last of Us because I just looked it up and Ellen Page does not play Ellie it's actually um, Ashley Johnson plays Ellie in The Last of Us. Oh, who's so Ellen? I, just, I just just wanted to clarify that there. That's great, but who did Ellen Page was? What game was that then? 
she was in Beyond. Ah, Beyond. I'm not even sure what game that is. Beyond so. Two Souls. I think I played that. Like mm -hmm. it's like from those who created Heavy Rain, right? Beyond Two Souls, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there we go. Mystery solved. That was a really cool game. I didn't play it, but maybe I want to now. Oh, you should want to. Hang on. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we didn't yeah. finish it, but it's like similar to Heavy Rain, so you influence the story and stuff like that. That's super awesome. And was that really, really it was really interesting and really exciting. So the weirdo and me played it together, but then apparently oh. it's PlayStation didn't couldn't get over it anymore. <laughs> so we stopped it at some point and never finished it. Maybe we oh, need to maybe. start it again. Yeah. Yes, I'm gonna look it up as well and see if Tom and I can play it together. We love those choice games. No, I just like I'm just sitting and watching and them telling him what I would do and stuff. Yeah. So that's super. I really like that. So yeah, yeah, Beyond Two Souls. Yeah, that they too look so similar though. So that's why I'm not surprised that we got them mixed up. To be honest, it happens. So one really, really, really awesome thing that happened at E3 is that they had some women getting up on stage talking about the games that they played or that they have created. Yes. I, as far as I know, it hasn't really happened before. There's been like... If you follow on Twitter, it seems like it hasn't. Yeah. <laughs> because like the excitement that there are women on the stage was too big to be like, that's normal every day, day to day, because why should you be excited that three women are on the stage when there yeah. has been like in the years before? So apparently it was a quite big of a sausage, sausage fest in the last couple of decades, probably. <laughs> Definitely, there's like there's a lot of articles about the lack of women in E3. So I'm excited that there's now women on stage presenting at E3. Super excited. Yeah. Uh, one in particular, um, she is called Ikumi Nakamura. And she has, you might know her from games such as Okami, Bayonetta, and Evil Within. And she is the creative director of a newly announced game called Ghostwire Tokyo. I'm excited. She looks super nice. I mean, that's a stupid argument to have, but she's like, she looks like someone I want to be friends with. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah she looks like super, super cool, super chill. And she's just up there giving it stacks and she's so happy. So yeah, like I'm pretty, pretty excited about that. Super just cool. the fact that she got on stage, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, we need more women on the stage. So go E3 for like taking a female stance at some point. Finally. <laughs> Finally. Finally. And there was a pretty cool um, cosplay display from EA celebrating uh, their Apex Legends, uh, a game that's out on their on their store. It's a game. As far as I know, it's like Fortnite, but not. It doesn't look like Fortnite at all. It it, it kind of is though, like gameplay. It's like EA's Fortnite, hmm. as far as I know. I know that the I mean, weirdo like, played it. It looked a bit like a, like a mixture of Titanfall and something else. But it, it reminded me a lot of Titanfall, to be honest. Okay. It always reminded me. Maybe it's just because it's kind of... But maybe it could be that the gameplay is like that. I've never watched him play. I just see it occasionally. So it could be like Fortnite. Yeah. Or maybe it's just that it's like kind of the rival of Fortnite right now. Is like it was supposed to be the game that's come out to rival Fortnite. It is a battle royale game, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just yeah. look that one up. <laughs> yeah. So obviously Monica and I aren't really into the battle royale scene, so we're not too sure. I tried it with Tetris 99 and I couldn't figure that one out. So I doubt that I will figure Fortnite or Apex Legends out. <laughs> Fair enough. 
But the exciting news is that EA actually, uh, one of their ge- game characters is a double amputee, like two robotic legs. And it, for their cosplay, they actually cast a double amputee person to get in, in costume and rock it. And play the character of Octane? Yes. So I find that super exciting. Very exciting. And to see like the whole group of them together, we'll, we'll link to some pictures in our show notes. To see the whole group of cosplayers together is pretty incredible. Like They all look amazing. And there is an actual WMPT up there rocking. And it looks just amazing. It's like, so, some disability representation. Sorry, Monica, go ahead. Yeah, that's what, basically I just wanted to like underline what you said. It's so important to see more. Um, it's been a long time that people tried to hide people with disabilities behind closed doors. So I feel it's so necessary to be out there more and more and more because why shouldn't anyone be able to cosplay whatever the hell they fucking want so Mm -hmm. for it to be super visible on a big stage like um ea on a big platform like or e3 like on the big platform like e3 is super important and so awesome Mm -hmm. so awesome so awesome so well done ea i keep wanting to say e3 as well i'm so confused Uh, so many e's (laughs) so many e's so awesome, du- well done, Apex Legends creators. We could say that as well. <laughs> yeah, yes, we can. I mean, it's probably more for the knot in the tongue, but who cares? <laughs> who cares? And they've released a new game, which is also like right up there representation wise. Oh, yeah. And it is called Bleeding Edge. Sounds more horrifying than it actually is, I guess. Yeah, it's game developers who actually made Hellblade, which looks amazing, and I'm going to be getting it very soon, actually. Um, so they, it's a company called Ninja Theory, and they have recently been acquired by Microsoft. So technically, it's a Microsoft game. So Bleeding Edge is a 4v4 third-person melee combat game. So it's actually going to be quite similar to Overwatch. And like Overwatch, it is bringing the diversity. <laughs> but I feel it's a bit more diverse than Overwatch. Oh, definitely. Like the characters that have been released are just phenomenal. Because not only do we have a slightly oversized woman. Well, oversized is the wrong word. It already feels wrong. How do you say that properly? Fat. Well, you have fat. You are not fat. A overweight. Yeah. Large and in charge. Large and in charge. I like that. Let's use that. That's way better than anything we said before. We have a large and in charge woman in the game owning the shit out of it. She's called Buttercup, which I find pretty hilarious, to be honest. And it always like starts the song in my head. Build me up. Okay, I'm stop singing. Just to let me down. Mess me around and the, the worst, worst of all. You never call baby when, when you, you say you will. will. But I love you still. Love That's actually a really bad song. Yeah. Damn it. Why are the tunes so awesome? I don't know. But Buttercup is awesome. So the game in-game Buttercup. So yeah. In-game Buttercup, yeah. So that's the first thing we have. And then we've got Gizmo, who is a... Looks like she's a sassy, red-headed girl ready to kick your shit in <laughs> kick your shit in yeah yes ma'am <laughs> no she she just looks awesome 
I, I like to, I, I think redheads are generally quite fierce. Mm -hmm. I mean, we speak from experience, all the redheaded people we know. Yeah, true. Quite badass. Don't mess with yeah. uh, Gizmo, I would say. Mm -mm. And then we've got Miko, who is a woman of color. Also, is there a woman of color in Overwatch or a person of color in Overwatch? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Still looking. And the thing I'm most excited about, I have to say, besides Buttercup, is Maeve. Yes. Maeve is an old woman with wrinkles and glory, and she just is going to kick your ass. She's amazing. She's still going to kick your ass. She even has like the look on her face that's like, you come mess with me, I'm going to kick your butts. Yeah. So that's really, really super exciting. Yeah. And I have to say, they also um, made this like incredibly buff dude character called Makutu, I think is what his name is. Mm -hmm. And the butt that they have put on that character, it's like one really well-defined butt. <laughs> so it's almost like a little bit of reverse representation, you know? <laughs> like women are always getting the uh, tit, tit and ass area. But now we've got some bleeding edge buff dude. Bleeding edge buff dude with a nice derriere. Yeah. Like America's ass. What? <laughs> like America's ass. Captain America. Oh, God. Jesus. Like the, the country? <laughs> it's a little, little concern. Yeah. No. Um, but yeah, so the representation for bleeding edge is just amazing right now. I'm 100% here for it. Me too. Me too. So, so when you say it's a Microsoft game, they're probably going to release it on what? The Xbox? Yes, but that's another announcement from Microsoft is that they are they are releasing a new console. They have announced that. But all of their games are also going to be available on PC. Nice. Super excited for the future with Microsoft, actually, because they are making gaming really, really accessible. <sighs> I, have such a, <laughs> I have such a hard time to get over my Microsoft hate. <laughs> I know. But when I hear all of that, I'm like, yeah. But then I also feel like I'm cheating on everything when I cheer on Microsoft. <laughs> I know. No, I know. You're you're very much an Apple fangirl. But... Yes, I am. I'm an yeah. but we're evangelists, so we can't be taken seriously in that regard. So yeah, that's super awesome. Excited to see more of a bleeding edge. Yeah, I am. 100% going to be getting it. Like, I I know it's not even my type of game, but I'm going to be getting it. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I feel I need to get more into the how to play games on my... But then I have only old machines, so how can I even... You just need to get a new machine. Yeah, I want new machines. So many new go. machines. But I want so new many new machines. That it's hard to choose which new machine to get. Exactly. And also need Jillian. to log into Final Fantasy again at some point. So yay that. Yay that. And Monica wanted to bring up one more thing, which, well, it's not necessarily about all the amazing no diverse representation. It's not, but I feel we need to mention it. We need to mention it because it's really badass and cool. And it still is like super geeky. Because let's oh, be yeah. honest, the Matrix was like the geekiest thing in the 90s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we all grew and grew to really love Keanu Reeves, haven't we? We really have. I was saying to my friend the other day, like, when did Keanu Reeves become one of the coolest guys in Hollywood? 
I feel he always was. And then he had a bit of a downer. So I was really sorry that I didn't, didn't see him for a while. And now he came back full throttle with yeah. John Wick, right? John Wick and be, just being a really awesome human being. I think he always was an awesome human being. I read somewhere, but that obviously could be all rumor, that he never got the fame go to his head, let go to, to his head. So yeah. he was still driving the subway and stuff. So he was always still very humble, apparently. Yes, and I think as as like from at least a an outsider's point of view, like he still is very humble, and he's just owning like this, this the I don't know. He's just owning life right now. Yeah, he deserves to own life. I yeah. feel sometimes you see people get super popular and then. Um, they suffer from it and their life suffers from it and then they're not very popular anymore and not very successful in their lives anymore. And then I find really sad sometimes, especially when they get on movies that were that hyped like Matrix was. But mm -hmm. now he's back. And not only has he, has he been John Wick, he also now, did you see that? Um, is part of the new movie on Netflix that's called Always Be My Maybe. Yes, I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard it's amazing. I haven't seen the movie. I just saw the trailer or the the scene where he gets to the restaurant and he's like super... He's playing himself, so he's not like playing any character. So he's playing himself and he's super like pulling him his, himself through the dust with all of it. It's <laughs> so hilarious. Oh, yeah. No, I, I need to see that. Maybe we'll watch it tonight. But the coolest thing I feel is not only is he John Wick and he's always be my maybe and he's owning his life in general, he's also going to be forever available in the Cyberpunk 2077 because he's a character in there. Yeah, how mad must it have been to like just be hanging out at E3 getting all these game announcements and then kind of fucking Reeves because on stage. You'd be <laughs> like, I would have lost my mind <laughs> to see that. <laughs> I I would I would love to be there for that. It would have been so cool. So Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, it's being released from CD Projekt Red, who were the company that released The Witcher. So The Witcher series, especially The Witcher three, has been like a pretty pretty decent uh, RPG game. So pretty pretty excited to see this Cyberpunk coming through. Uh, saw the trailer for it. It looks really grungy really dark really dirty and really full of keanu reeves so i'm here for it guys i am here for it if i feel like if when you're in a video game you're in it for eternity mm -hmm. somehow i don't know why even though the games are not here for eternity but somehow it feels like that like you're yeah. you're invincible is the wrong word it's like a different connection because you actually get to interact with them in a way yeah probably that, yeah, that you don't really get in like through uh tv and film you don't really get that interaction and okay yes it's all like they have their lines just the same as they do for a tv show but you don't actually it's not like one-on-one -on -one interaction yeah so yeah i yeah. think that maybe that has something to do with it yeah i feel he needed a head up heads up because so. keanu fucking reeves as you said <laughs> yeah <laughs> cool yeah so Listeners, who are your favorite diverse characters? And what do you think about Keanu Reeves? I mean, we don't... These are my important questions. <laughs> I feel we don't need to ask the questions, what do you think about Keanu Reeves? Because, I mean, it's Keanu fucking Reeves. <laughs> True. 
<laughs> I mean, though, I, that's true. <laughs> though I, I would probably prefer him after a haircut. He's, I'm not that into long hair with men. I'm sorry. Well, that's okay. Keanu can do whatever Keanu wants because yes. he's Keanu. Yes, I know. He's Keanu fucking Reeves. He doesn't need your approval for his hair, Monica. I know. I'm sorry. It's it just is. It's not down to you. That just breaks my worldview. <laughs> If, if I what? broke it that easily. Well, what? Keanu Reeves doesn't depend on my opinion of his hair in his life? How can Shocking. you say that? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Thanks for tuning in this week. Then let us know what you think of Keanu fucking Reeves and what Amanda said. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully we get some more amazing announcements at E3. I know that we're recording this on Monday. And by the time this episode comes out, the rest of the announcements will have been made. But you will get over it. You'll get over it. And <laughs> I'll be at Backstreet Boys, so it's not like we could actually record this episode any later. Yeah. So and it is what it is. Hashtag priorities. I mean, Backstreet Boys. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, guys. See you Gals. next week. See you next week. Fresh and dandy. <laughs> is that even a word? What? I have no I idea what know. I just said. We're just going to leave now. Bye. Bye. If you like this episode of Geek Caring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geek Caring and over on geekcaring.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.